This is Because I Said So, parenting advice with love and leadership from the nation's leading parenting expert, John Roseman, syndicated columnist, author, conference speaker, and the only psychologist to point out that psychology has caused more problems than it has solved. From American Family Radio, here's your host, John Roseman. Welcome to another edition of the show. The show is called Because I Said So. I'm your host, John Roseman. For those of you who may be joining us for the first time, I am a renegade family psychologist who does not believe in psychology. For more on that, you can really go to my website at johnroseman.com. I do not believe um, that psychology has improved the state of child rearing in America. I do not believe in the validity of the term Christian psychologist. Uh, Christianity and psychology cannot be blended. They are two antithetical worldviews, and the attempt to blend them is, in in fact, uh, to the detriment of uh, biblical understandings concerning human beings and human behavior. I am also a best-selling author. Again, you can go to John Rosemond, J-O-H-N-R-O-S-E-M-O-N-D.com for more information about my books and CDs and so on and so forth. And I write a nationally syndicated newspaper column that appears weekly on various days of the week in about 250 newspapers around the country. And I spend most of the school year traveling from town to town, city to city, state to state, all across the United States of America, speaking on the subject of raising children, or the term we use today, parenting and um, I, uh, the, the subject of this show uh, is an email that was recently received by the administrators of a school in the very, very liberal northeastern segment of the United States, a state that went for Hillary Clinton in the recent election, and uh, a state that is historically, at least in the recent sense of the term, uh, very liberal, very Democrat, and um, none of which I have a problem with. I'm I'm a a constitutional conservative. I believe in states' rights. I believe that people should vote with their feet. And um, so the fact that a given state is uh, not a red state, but rather a blue state, is in and of itself uh, no problem for me. Uh, I am a man on a mission. I regard what I do as a ministry to America's parents. And so the race, creed, color, or political philosophy of the um, group of parents or any given parent to whom I am speaking is irrelevant. My mission ministry is to help parents understand that uh, American parenting fell under the sway of psychological theory in the 1960s and that uh, most of the problems that we are having uh, with our children in America today, which are exponentially uh, more uh, in terms of quantity and quality uh, different than anything our great-grandparents could have possibly imagined that these problems are due primarily to the fact that we embraced a parenting paradigm in the 1960s that was based on psychological theory. And um, 
This psychological theory was bogus. Uh, The research has proven, without going into detail, proven beyond a shadow of a doubt that uh, it is bogus. High self-esteem being a good thing is a bogus idea. The fact is high self-esteem is a dangerous uh, uh, personal characteristic. Um, It it is true, by the way, that people with high self-esteem feel good about themselves. So what? The question should be not how does a person feel about himself, but rather how does that person treat other people? And the research has found that people with high self-esteem are opportunistic, uh, exploitative, uh, manipulative, uh, abusive in relationships. They, uh, they have low regard for others. They treat people well only if they believe they can obtain some advantage by treating the person well and so on and so forth. Then we move into uh, the second aspect of what I call postmodern psychological theory, or parenting, postmodern psychological parenting, which is uh, the idea that uh, behavior problems, discipline problems can be solved by using behavior modification, uh, methods, techniques, and strategies based on a manipulation of reward and punishment. We now know, beyond a shadow of a doubt, although there are still many psychologists who won't admit it, that behavior modification, while it works very well on rats, dogs, Uh, pigeons, even organisms as small as amoeba, do, does not work on human beings. In fact, often has a paradoxical effect on human beings. And uh, then we go to the third part of what I call postmodern psychological parenting, which is Freudian theory. Freud proposed that parenting produces the person. It's interesting to note that that idea is about 100 years old. Parenting produces the person. Most parents today believe that, in fact, their parenting does produce the person their child will ultimately become. And we also know that that is false. All Freudian theory has produced is a tremendous amount of guilt for the American mother who believes that her child's behavior is a reflection of the quality of her mothering. So anyway, I'm going to this uh, very liberal school, very well, it's not a very liberal school, it's populated by uh, very liberal people, uh, and I'm speaking in general terms. The school administration invited me to speak at their public school in this very liberal area of the United States, specifically because they believe their parent community needs to hear my message, and they're fully aware of what my message is. Um, And so they receive this email from one of their parents, and the email says, I'm concerned that our school, with its religious and cultural diversity and history of inclusion, would invite a man who represents a very conservative Christian right-wing value system to speak. I'm curious as to what the ultimate agenda is in bringing in someone with John Roseman's viewpoints who doesn't represent everyone. Wait a minute. Didn't you just say your school values inclusion, different points of view, diversity? Uh, But uh, you see, this is the problem with liberalism, that their embrace of inclusion and diversity ends at the line between liberalism and conservatism. Take it from me, folks, a former lefty, 
socialist, liberal, liberalism is hypocrisy. It is not uh, some value system or philosophical system or political system that uh, is uh, occasionally hypocritical. It is a hypocrisy. And this email is an example of that inherent hypocrisy. This person writing this email begins by saying, oh, we value inclusion, we value diversity, we value different points of view, but hey, we don't value John Rosen's points of view because he doesn't represent the prevailing point of view in our school system, which, by the way, is the precise reason the principal and administration of the school system invited me because they feel, once again, their parent community needs to hear my parenting message, specifically because it is not the prevailing point of view in America, although I'm doing my best to change all of that, you know. So the email writer goes on to say, it is public record. Parentheses, it's in the New York Times. I can embed the link, end of parentheses. That in Roseman's words, he is anti-homosexual parenting, anti-single parent by choice, anti-Clinton, <laughs> and anti-Children's Defense Fund, Marion Wright Edelman, anti-sex education, and pro-spanking corporal punishment. Well, that's all true, isn't it? Except for the last part, I am not pro-spanking corporal punishment. I simply believe that uh, spanking uh, has occasional value with some children in certain disciplinary situations. The research is perfectly clear that contrary to the lefty parenting point of view, children who are spanked actually occasionally by loving parents and those are operative conditions occasionally, not constantly, you know, for every infraction by loving parents whom these children know, love them, actually score higher. Isn't this surprising? Actually score higher on measures of well-being, significantly higher than children who are never spanked. And the person who discovered that is, in fact, an activist liberal and had the courage, the intellectual courage and intellectual honesty, nonetheless, to publish that result. But am I anti-homosexual parenting? Yes. Yes, I am anti-homosexuality. I am not anti-homosexual. I believe homosexuals are sinners just like me. They're in the same sinful boat I'm in. Uh, but I do not believe that uh, any claim on the part of homosexuals uh, to normalcy is valid. I do not believe that homosexuality is just, you know, one uh, normal expression of human sexuality. I do not believe that it just exists on some human sexual spectrum and that we all ought to respect every point on the spectrum. And I do not believe that children, uh, uh, children's best interests are served by being raised by homosexual parents. And by the way, Research done by people who have no dog in the race confirms that. 
that uh, children raised by homosexual parents are at higher risk than children raised by heterosexual parents for all manner of deviancies, antisocial behavior, uh, emotional, social, and adjustment problems. And we'll cover the rest of this letter, this very provocative letter, which opens a lot of issues tonight when we come back after this with us. Thanks for joining us. I'm John Roseman, your host. The show is called Because I Said So, carried exclusively on American Family Radio every Saturday at uh, 5 o'clock Central, 6 o'clock Eastern. What would that be? 4 o'clock Mountain, 3 o'clock Pacific. Second to her is Oprah Winfrey, whom I have met up close and personal. Third is Michael J. Fox, whom I have met up close and personal. All of them just raging narcissists, egomaniacs, inconsiderate, rude. They are the uh, reason why the research has found that people with high self-esteem often uh, are prone to engage in antisocial behavior. Anyway, the writer of this email goes on to say that not only am I anti-homosexual parenting, anti-single parent by choice, anti-Clinton, I am anti-Children's Defense Fund. True. I am anti-sex education. True. And I am pro-spanking. No, I'm not pro-spanking. I've already discussed that in the previous segment of the show. I am not anti-spanking. I am not pro-spanking. I believe in the research on spanking. That uh, A, children who are spanked score higher on measures of well-being than children who are never spanked. Uh, I believe that spanking should be done by the hand because the hand tells you how much pain you are causing the child. A belt, a switch, does not. And so you should not use a belt or a switch for that very commonsensical reason. And by the way, the Bible, a proper, a proper understanding of the term the rod in Scripture uh, leads to the conclusion that uh, in that context, the term is metaphorical. It is not in reference to an object that God is telling you to beat your child with every time he misbehaves. That's ridiculous. In Scripture, God outlines parenting principles. He is not a methods guy. Anyway, anti-homosexual parenting, yes, the research indicates that uh, children raised by homosexuals are at uh, higher risk than children raised by heterosexuals for all manner of adjustment uh, problems and uh, deviancies. And so, uh, yeah, I believe that um, homosexuals should not be allowed uh, to adopt children. Now, you know, uh, here's the problem, folks, with homosexual parenting. Uh, A woman married to a man has a child. The court gives her, when they divorce, custody of the child. She declares subsequently that she is homosexual and takes up domestic um, circumstances, relations with another female. Should you take this woman's child away from her because she is an outspoken lesbian? No, you should not. But the government should not be 
handing children over to these people through the process of adoption. These are horses of two entirely different colors, ladies and gentlemen. Please keep that in mind. Um, anti, am I anti-single parent by choice? Yes, I am anti-single parent by choice. I mean, here's another characteristic of liberalism, folks. There is no common sense to liberalism. Liberals are people who are driven by emotion. Common sense requires that you are not driven by emotion. Common sense is therefore antithetical to liberalism. These people have no common sense. Take it from a guy who was once a liberal and had no common sense. Been there, done that. Uh, of course, I'm anti-single parent by choice. I would prefer that every child be raised in a loving home by two loving parents who are of opposite gender. Uh, one biologically male, the other biologically female, uh, who are either the child's uh, biological parents or the child's adoptive parents. I would prefer that. That would be, uh, you know, ideal. It would be a perfect world. But the world is not perfect. The world is full of sin and imperfection. And so there are single parents. Okay. My mother was a single parent for most of the first seven years of my life. Um, when I say that I am anti-single parent by choice, I'm talking about not people who have divorced their spouses by choice and are now single parents. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about unmarried people like Hollywood celebrities who decide, wow, wouldn't it be cool to have a child and uh, apply to adopt a child and adopt a child and never get married and never intend to. I am absolutely opposed to that sort of thing. Why? Because the child under those circumstances is nothing but a vanity, as evidenced by the fact that these people don't raise these children. They hire nannies to do so. They are only with their children for photo ops. Okay, let's move on. We've covered the anti-Clinton thing. Uh, you know, Bill and Hillary they're, they're just sinners like I am, but they're just obnoxious, narcissistic, uh, depraved, disgusted, disgusting <laughs> uh, uh, sinners. Um, and uh, I've met them and I'm not impressed with them. And um, but I didn't vote for Donald Trump because I found Hillary Clinton to be an obnoxious, narcissistic, egomaniacal, rude, inconsiderate individual when I met her up close and personal in the dining room of a bed and breakfast in Jamestown, New York in 1991, I voted for Donald Trump because I believe his policies will advance America's interests in the world and therefore be a good thing for the world. In other words, unlike some people, I voted for someone, not against someone. Um, but I am anti everything. And I mean, everything the Clintons stand for, because I understand what they stand for having once been a raging, uh, liberal. And, um, I simply, I, I'm not going to go back there. Um, uh, I'm done with that. Uh, am I anti children's defense fund? Yes, I am anti children's defense fund. I am anti Marion, I, uh, Marion, Wright Edelman, because I absolutely know that the Children's Defense Fund is a children's rights group in sheep's clothing. They are promoting 
uh, the takeover by the state of parental privilege. Uh, they represent a philosophy, a statist parenting philosophy, whose adherents believe that the state, and this is liberalism too, uh, that the elites uh, know what is best for the masses, and that therefore the government should act as the manager of parenting in America, which uh, Karl Marx himself, the, uh, the, the, the person who articulated the founding principles of communism and socialism, said more than 100 years ago, uh, was necessary to the establishment of communism and socialism in, a cult, in, a, in any given culture. What he said was that in order for communism slash socialism to succeed, uh, the loyalty of the child had to be transferred from parent to the state. Hillary Clinton and Marion Wright Edelman uh, had tremendous input into the writing of the United Nations Convention on the Rights of the Child, which I have covered in a previous show and will probably talk about uh, again. Uh, and this document, Google it, the United Nations Convention on the Rights of the Child. Read it, because this is what liberalism is all about. It is all about stripping parents of discretion in the raising of children and establishing a one-world parenting system in which everyone has to raise children according to the values espoused by one-world government or suffer the totalitarian consequences. Okay, so am I anti-sex education? Yeah, I'm anti-sex education because it is interesting to note that uh, as sex education has proliferated, so has sexual activity in teenagers. I was part of an experimental group of kids in the late 1950s who were uh, exposed to sex education in the Cook County, Illinois public schools. And let me tell you that all my exposure to sex education, government-disseminated sex education, in the late 1950s did was make me want to have sex. That is all that it did. It did not advance my respect for women. It did not enhance my sensitivity toward the needs of women or any such stuff. All it did was make me want to have sex. So yeah, I'm opposed to sex education because I know what it does. Up close and personal, I know what it does. Okay, so the writer of this email goes on to say, Also of note, he feels, John Roseman feels, that homework planners, a staple of our school, are a, quote, source of codependency between parents and their children. That's right. That's precisely correct. Parents being able to go online and, and uh, monitor their children's homework assignments uh, does nothing but encourage uh, codependency. In the parent-child relationship, it encourages micromanagement, which is a symptom of codependency. Um, and the research is very clear. And public schools are so far behind the curve when it comes to research. The, the, it's unbelievable. Uh, the research is clear that the more involved parents are in supervising, monitoring, helping with homework, the lower a child's achievement 
level will be relative to his ability level. You want your child to do his best, her best in school. Don't help with homework. Don't monitor. Don't go online. Don't fall for that stuff. And she ends by saying, perhaps more concerning is John Roseman's position on attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. He essentially puts the responsibility for this disorder on the child's parents. Sort of. It's the subject of next week's show. I just decided that. It is the subject of next week's show. What is attention deficit disorder? What's it all about? Tune in next week for my response on that. Uh, The show is wrapping up, folks. Once again, American Family Radio, Saturdays at 5 o'clock Central Time. Because I said so with your very controversial host, who is not welcome in the liberal Northeast. Apparently, have a good one.